Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Excess Gaming Podcast. This is episode 144, recording this on the 15th of September. I'm your host, Xander Scullion, and unfortunately, my co-host, James Gruesome, could not make this episode. So bear with me, guys. This is going to be a solo podcast episode, something I haven't done since episode 2 of Excess Gaming Podcast. It may be a shorter episode. It's definitely going to be a different kind of format as well. Uh, so just bear with me, but I, I wanted to stick to the schedule of excess gaming podcasts of every other week, a new episode. And if you enjoy excess gaming podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. If by some chance we are not on your favorite podcast catcher, just send me a DM on Twitter. That's at excess gaming podcast on Twitter. So, there's been a lot going on in gaming news. Uh, First off, I'm going to get into Nintendo. Uh, They made a huge announcement that I'm definitely going to save for last because I have a little bit of a rant with it, a little bit of concerns. But they were celebrating the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. And it's crazy to think it's been 35 years. Think about how much the world has changed since Mario stepped on his first Goomba in World 1-1. Now we see Mario on everything from, you know, brands like Lego, Puma, Monopoly. And, of course, there's some game announcements that are going to be celebrating all the way until March 2021. Some of the announcements include uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, which is an enhanced version of Super Mario 3D World, which was originally on the Wii U. This has been a long time coming. This is something that should have been on the Switch a long time ago because it's a great Mario game that folks can finally enjoy in case they missed out on the Wii U. It's going to have some enhanced features, including, uh, like I said, Bowser's Fury. I'm not too sure what exactly it's going to partake in that. But one huge feature that they're going to have with this enhanced version is the ability to have online co-op. The original just had couch four-player co-op. Now you can do online co-op, which is pretty awesome. As well as uh, in November, we're going to be having a... Super Mario Game & Watch. If you guys are not, not familiar with the Game & Watch, it was a precursor to the Nintendo Game Boy. It was a interactive game watch, hence the name. And this little handheld is going to be coming with Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels and a enhanced version of the Game Ball, which was on the original Game & Watch. The Game & Watch was also the introduction to the D-pad, a modern thing that we love with every game controller we would not have the d-pad if it wasn't for nintendo's game and watch so keep that in mind uh october 1st it's going to be super mario 35 which is a 35 player online battle royale which will be free if you're on the switch online service of course and super mario uh all stars was also announced and released on that direct for the super nintendo classic uh, platform on Switch Online. So you get all the enhanced versions of Super Mario 1, 2, 3, and the Lost Levels. And of course, like they said, they're going to be announcing Mario themed things all the way to March 2021, which goes to the biggest announcement, and that is Super Mario 3D All Stars, which is a modern collection of Super Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Now, this is going to be retailed for $59.99, physical and digital, but it will be a limited release until March 31st, 2021. 
this is where things get a little little shady, a little shaky, a little little weird with Nintendo. I don't know why they made this a limited, a limited release. I don't know why they did it. I know they did it with Mario All-Stars on the Wii, and the silver lining was it was so popular, they did have a second release. They had another shipment of it that folks were able to enjoy it, but it was very limited. And we're seeing that with 3D All-Stars, which is kind of disheartening because I'm already seeing folks, of course, scalp it. It's 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 being scalped. Uh, I already know folks that have you know boosted about buying four copies and leaving them sealed until the game's no longer available, so they can flip it for a profit. If you go on eBay right now, there are already copies, pre-orders that are selling for two hundred dollars, which is very it sucks. I don't like that. I, I I'm not a big fan. But the only thing to blame is Nintendo. Nintendo dropped the ball on that, and it's rolling out in the road, and they're trying to catch it before they get hit by a semi truck that's what's going on right now so i am kind of worried because there are already pre-orders that are getting canceled as we speak uh a lot of uk retailers like base.com game and amazon have been canceling pre-orders i had i have it pre-ordered i pre-ordered it the day it was announced and even now speaking uh my money has been pulled out Shipping hasn't started yet. It comes out on the 18th, and here I am on the 15th. I'm kind of worried, to be honest. I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out, and I'm either going to have to end up getting it digitally or hopefully find something that I can get it online with, like GameStop.com or Walmart or Best Buys. But it's already sold out everywhere, so that's kind of disheartening. I, I really hate that they did that. And they're even taking it off the digital platforms, like Physical limited release, I get that. Okay, it's limited, it's physical, it's collectible. But digital as well, I mean, I don't know why they're doing the digital. That's just, that's crazy. It's almost as crazy as, I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which is a interactive Mario Kart RC car that you control the Switch with little cameras you can race in your bedroom or wherever you want to race. And that's also going to be coming out this holiday season for $49.99. I can tell you right now, the Game & Watch, the Mario Kart Home Circuit, and 3D All-Stars, all three of those are going to be huge holiday sellers, and they're going to be greatly scalped online. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> but, I mean, other than Mario, they did announce that uh, they're coming out with a new Zelda spinoff. Uh, kind of like a sequel to Hyrule Warriors in some sense, but it's more of a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, I believe it's uh, Hyrule Warriors Calamity, which is going to be taking place before the events of Breath of the Wild, which is the 10th best-selling game on the Nintendo platforms in U.S. history, which is insane. Also, Sega details the Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary, plans for merchandise, and more news to come. It looks like the blue blur is right behind the Italian plumber. Sonic is turning 30 in the year 2021, and Sega is slowly starting to detail how it intends to celebrate. Yesterday, we heard about the new Sega Sonic the Hedgehog encyclopedia, and other merchandise is in plan, including toys, collectibles, appeal, and much more. Now, this uh, this encyclopedia seems to be a, a hardcover historical retrospective encyclopedia on everything about Sonic the Hedgehog. There's also going to be pop vinyl figures 
and uh, toys collectible jewelry. Uh, you know, out of all this I'm reading, comic books, pens, energy drinks, I just want a new Sonic game. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if we had a um, you know revamped version of Sonic Adventure or you know Sonic Generations coming out for new consoles? That would be that would be awesome. I would lo- want that a lot more than energy drinks or comic books. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it seems like with that. But guys, I'm going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the brand new consoles. The new generation is here because we have the price points for the Xbox Series S, the Xbox Series X, and soon PlayStation 5. So sit back, relax. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, folks, and yes, the new generation is here. The new generation is here because we have a price point. We have a launch day. That, to me, is... It's here. That, that That's what it is to me. You know, all rumors aside, here we are. We have some concrete information. And, and we were wondering if it was going to be Sony or Microsoft, one or the other, that was going to release the, the launch date and the price, and it was, of course, Microsoft. And I'll get into Sony in just a second. But what was really interesting about this was Microsoft confirmed the rumors that it plans to release a second next-gen Xbox along with the Series X, called the Series S. It's going to be about uh, $299 on November 10th. 
it's a all digital console, kind of competing with PS5's all digital console. But what makes this a very unusual thing for console manufacturers is they they're offering different hardware options at launch, but normally the difference are are minor. PS3, for example, was initially available in two models. There was a version that was a 60-gig uh, hard drive and a cheaper version that was a 20-gig hard drive with no Wi-Fi support and fewer ports. Meanwhile, Microsoft originally sold a core version of the Xbox 360 in 2005, which included compromises including a wired then wireless controller and a opted hard drive. But the difference between the Series X and the Series S are substantial and are likely to have a big impact on games, how they look now. While Microsoft says that Series X is target running games at 60 frames at full 4K, the Series S will instead target a lower 440p resolution at 60 frames. It's a big power struggle. Similar to what we've seen between the Xbox One and the Xbox One uh, X. But at this time, the two consoles are going to be available on day one rather than releasing years apart. This is very, very interesting. Microsoft has had a good rundown on the main differences between the Series X and the Series S. Both have eight core CPUs. The X has a slightly higher maximum clock speed of 3.5 gigahertz rather than 3.6 hertz on the Series S. Both support expandable storage up to one terabyte with uh, their own territory like memory cards which we still don't know that much about like prices on the on these memory cards and both output on HDMI 2.1 and both are compatible with thousands of Xbox One, Xbox 360 and original Xbox so this is this is going to be really really interesting uh, of course there's no plans to support the Kinect camera sorry folks but you know with the with the Xbox here's here's the thing Here's the thing with the new Xbox, and I've said it before on Facebook, I feel like Microsoft is selling a brand as opposed to a home console. Because you think about it, there's going to be no exclusives for the Series X, at least the first year of launch. Uh, The biggest release was going to be Halo Infinite, but that's been pushed back to 2021. So you're pretty much going to be going for whatever you can afford and whatever performance you want at this point because Game Pass. Microsoft is selling Game Pass. And I'll tell you first and foremost, I'm a big fan of Game Pass. I feel like it's a great platform, especially as someone like me who has three young gamers. I pay $60 a year and they can play anything they want. Now, granted, they play a lot of Fortnite, but they can play anything they want. And if I get X, if I get the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, I also get it for PC, so I can play it on my laptop. I can play Xbox games on my laptop. So that's freaking amazing when you really think about that. Uh, I, I the, My only concerns with the Series S is the hard drive space. It's not going to have one terabyte. It's only going to have uh, 512 gigs. And you think about it, some of these games that we, we see now in the current generation are around 100 gigabyte downloads. So you're going to be able to fit, what, like 10 games? Not, not even 10 games, like probably five games on the Series X. Or Series S, I should say. That's another thing. The the, the name itself is so so confusing. Um, I, I feel bad for the parents that aren't in the know with technology because they're going to be like, hey, do I, I, you already have an Xbox One X. No, I need the Xbox Series X. 
Well, what about this S? No, I don't want the S. I want the X. There's so much confusion. It's a very weird time with Microsoft. And I think if they if they do it right, it could set a medium for how we see console gaming in the future. Um, a lot of their ecosystem that they're pushing is what we see with PC gaming. Uh, a lot of home console players are starting to notice it. And they see it as very uh, innovative, but it's something that we've already seen with PC gaming. But, you know, they played home consoles. They didn't realize what PC gaming has other than what they see as the big price tag to enjoy games. Uh, so this is something really, really interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, seeing that the launch is going to be in early November, of course, they're taking advantage of uh, things like uh, Black Friday, if that's a thing. And, of course, Cyber Monday. So you may be asking yourself, what about Sony? What is Sony doing right now? Well, Sony tomorrow, as I'm recording this, September 16th, Sony is going to be having a uh, showcase. that they've, they've rumored to be around like 40 minutes long. And it was going to be an event focusing on games for the PlayStation 5, first party and third party, and launch titles. And I'm pretty sure it's going to also be the price and launch date as well. So is Sony going to undercut Microsoft? Are, are they going to play even even battlegrounds here? Are they going to be around the same price? I mean, what, what are they going to do about this? And what what's the details on their backwards capability? Because uh, it's still kind of shady on that. Uh, so far, it looks like we're going to have like PS4 games will play on the PS5. Uh Great, a great thing is a lot of games are going to be enhanced. If you already own, like, say, The Witcher 3, or you already own Cyberpunk when it comes out and you get the brand new console, you can upgrade it for free. That's freaking awesome. So, <laughs> what exactly are they going to be doing about this? I'm really, really curious. But if you're curious and you want to know about the times, uh, the start time for the PlayStation 5 conference is going to be 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. 9 p.m. UK time in Australia. You folks are going to have to get up bright and early and they'll land down under at 6 a.m. on September 17th. It's here, folks. The new generation is here. I The one thing I'm wondering the most, though, is I'm wondering how many folks are actually going to be buying the new uh, generation, how many are going to wait. And I'm not just saying what we usually hear. Whenever there's a new generation, you have those folks that say, I'm going to wait a year to see how well these consoles perform, see if there's any problems like overheating or anything like that. But we have we have another thing to worry about right now, and that is the economy, COVID-19. Uh, that's the elephant in the room when it comes to anything with retail is that you know not a whole lot of people are going to be able to afford these consoles. I was thinking about it myself as a content creator, as a podcaster, that... I myself am not going to be able to afford a PS5 or new Xbox right now. Well, I say say new Xbox, but I can play some of these new Xbox games on on PC. That's kind of what Microsoft has a one-up on when you really think about it. I can enjoy these games on my PC or Xbox One. I don't have to get the Series X. Where the PS5, games like like Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man game, if I don't have a PS5, I can't do a video on that. I can't do I can't talk about that game. That that's something to really think about, you know, if being a content creator and chasing that YouTube algorithm. 
that's something to really think about. I thought about it yesterday. I was like, you know, I'm going to stick to Switch. I'm going to do some PC gaming. I'm going to talk about some retro stuff. But some of the other folks out there who are chasing whatever's new in gaming, uh, if you can't afford it, you're going to be left behind, unfortunately. Uh, But I will say this previous generation with PS4 especially, there's plenty of games out there to play. There's plenty of backlog. And I think a lot of people are going to be going back and playing some of the games that they haven't checked out yet including myself, like there's games like Spider-Man. I never did finish God of War. Um, Nier Automata, Persona 5 Royal, I haven't played those games yet. Those are games I'm going to be going back to this year while the new generation's rolling around, and I'll probably make videos on that, just like many other people. But yeah, here we are, 2020. We're just a couple of months away from the new generation. And I'd like to know what you guys think about it. Leave leave a comment below. Let me know, is the PlayStation 5 something that you're going to be getting day one? Or what are what kind of plans do you have with the, with the Microsoft brand? Are you getting a Series X? Are you getting the Series S? Are you going to play these games on your Xbox One X? Are you going to be going through the PC Game Pass? I would love to hear some of your thoughts about it, guys. So when I come back, guys, I'm going to be talking about some games I've been playing. So until then, let's listen to some Streets of Rage 2. So getting into games I've been playing recently, and just to let you guys know, if you listen to the podcast and you didn't know, I do have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Xander Scully, and then I do have a segment on that channel where I talk about games I've been playing, 
But this is a good way that me and James usually talk about games we're playing at that current time that we're recording an episode. But be sure to check out my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Scullion. You can also listen to archived episodes of Excess Gaming as well in its own Excess Gaming playlist. As well as Blast Podcasting, a nerd culture podcast that I do with my friend Anthony. And also I do a lot of video game music as well as as well as reviews and, and all sorts of things. But let's get back to games I've been playing because I've been playing a lot of games recently. I am at the cusp. I'm almost done with Dragon Quest XI demo. And the reason why I've been playing this demo, I've been slowly chipping away at it. One thing is this demo is pretty long. It's around like, I think like 10, 15 hours long, which is pretty long for a JRPG demo. But most importantly, I will tell anyone who is interested in playing Dragon Quest XI on the Switch, play the demo first because everything you do in the demo carries over to the actual game. And I bought the game back in March, but I've been so busy, I haven't had time to really sink into a JRPG like Dragon Quest. But I'm almost done with the demo. When I'm done with the demo, I want to go to the real game. And play exactly where I left off. I think that's a great feature they need to do more with JRPGs. Because JRPGs are very, very time consuming. A lot of fun, but very time consuming. Speaking of JRPGs, I've been playing another action RPG. I've been playing uh, some Ease. Ease Memories of Cicada. Cicada. I really need to learn how to pronounce it before I do my initial review on it, I, I will admit. But it was the Ease, you know, game that was exclusive on the Vita. Now you can get it on the PlayStation 4. Uh, I'm playing it on PC, which I have to say, if it plays really well on the PC. One of the things I love the most about this port is it has a launch menu. A very detailed launch menu. So if you're not sure how this game will run on your current rig, you can kind of see before you start playing it. Uh, I'm playing it on medium settings. I, I didn't max it out because I, I like to have good frame rate more than uh, the, the graphics. I'd rather the graphics kind of die down a little bit and have smoother frame rate. But it still looks good. It, to me, it looks like an upscaled PSP or PS Vita blown up game. It looks really, really good for what it is. I'm playing that. Also, uh, Animal Crossing. Still playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I cannot wait for the Halloween event that comes out in October. The uh, the the seasons are already starting to change. The the trees are starting to get uh, colorful. The leaves are starting to fall. I mean, today it was a very cool day in real life, and it's starting to kind of show that in Animal Crossing as well. So I really enjoy that. Also, uh, the last game I want to talk about I've been playing is Dragon Ball Kakarot, the Dragon Ball Z RPG. I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, I'm kind of interested into it because, I mean, honestly, I love Dragon Ball Z, but there's only so much you can do with that game. There's so much, only so much you can do with that story, and I'm very curious to, to do more than just fight things. That's something that really attracts me to uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, is being able to immerse myself in the universe other than just trying to beat the snot out of whatever character like we've seen with all the previous fighting games. Dragon Ball Z Fighters is one of my favorite fighters in current gen, but I do like being able to walk around and, and walk in the forest of Gohan and go fishing and stuff like that. That's been a lot of fun. I've been playing that on PC as well. And um been playing it with the PlayStation 4 controller, hooked up HDMI to my 4K television. It looks freaking fantastic. But I'm going to be getting more details 
into what I've been playing on a future YouTube video that I'm making. I'm, I'm kind of saving this YouTube video until I play Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which, fingers crossed, I hope that retail uh, pre-order is not canceled. I'm really hoping, because I would love to make a video about that and talk about how polished it is. I, I can play a lot of these games through emulation. I have a, wadded, uh, a modded Wii U, so I could go on my Wii U and play Mario Sunshine. I might do like a comparison to show you what Mario Sunshine looks on a modded Wii U compared to the Switch port. I think that would be really, really cool. That's something that I might do. But what have you guys been playing? I don't have James here to tell me uh, what he's been playing. I'm really curious about what he's been playing since uh, the last episode. But this is where I want you guys to come in. Leave a comment below. Tell me what have you been playing. You can leave a comment on Twitter or on the, the YouTube upload or what have you, that would be freaking awesome, but anyway, guys, I think this wraps up a, an episode of Excess Gaming, probably one of the most awkward episodes of Excess Gaming, doing an episode by myself, it, it's, I don't like it, can't wait for James to come back, but we will be back soon, and by the time we come back, we'll probably be talking about the price of PlayStation 5 and the launch titles, it's, man, everything that's going on in the world right now, games are definitely the thing that's keeping me sane. <laughs> I will admit that I'm really, really excited about what we hear in the future of gaming. I'm, I'm looking forward to another episode and telling you guys what we're excited about and hearing what you're excited about. But anyway, guys, as always, thanks for listening, and as always, happy gaming. <laughs>